He orders a strawberry cheesecake martini. Like a bitch. And the, and the landlord bartender's like, the fuck yeah, is that? If you want a bitch drink, go somewhere else. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Plot and Bothered. We're going to conclude... Dead Inside, which is the most despicable book I think any of us have ever read. And we're all going to be happy to be done with it. So strap in. You only got 30 more minutes of hearing us talk about this um, disgusting piece of writing. So where we left off, main character Chandler, uh, a security guard at the hospital, has kind of befriended uh, Helen. She's a maternity doctor at the same hospital. They each have their own weird kind of... Uh, quality about them, he fucks dead girls, she eats babies. Cut and dry, that's pretty much the story where we are. After a magical night at an abortion clinic, they uh, find themselves in the scenario by which Helen's pregnant with Chandler's child. And Chandler has just found out. And he is pissed. He flips his shit. He does flip his shit. Yeah, he's not very happy about it. And he's most unhappy because if you recall from a couple episodes ago... We didn't go into a super lot of detail about it, but I just want to stress it again. He hates babies. Yeah, he's like, just get rid of it. Hates babies. He, he drops lines like, just get rid of it. You're going to end up eating it anyway. Yeah. So you're just going to eat it. So yeah. we'll just get rid of it. He's I like, want, I don't want a fucked up child that has both our DNA in it. It's going to be yep. too yeah. fucked up. Yeah. No, she's like relishing it. it. She's like, no, it's going to be great. She is. And it blows my mind. She's, she's a maternity doctor, so she just like... She knows, like, the ins and outs of, like, kind of what's going on. And this is where, like, she gets all, like, dreamy about it. She's like, no, it's it's our baby. Like, it's ours. It's my body, my choice. Like, that's what she says. She's mm-hmm. like, it's my body, so this is my decision. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to raise it, and it's going to be great. And it's like, lady, you, it's going to be just I actually, as fucked up It's going to be are. fucked up. And I actually agree. Chandler says at one point, he's like, you can't have it. Like, the conditions under which it was conceived, like, it's an abomination. Listen to our last episode, because we're not going to talk about that again. Never. If you want to know what happened. So, he's like, you got to get rid of this thing. And she's like, no. So, she keeping it. Also, I just want to point out, side note, remember, this is a maternity physician. She is still going to town on this Vicodin. Yeah, like, that's going to be okay. And she is still smoking pretty much any time he smokes, which is all the time. So she's still smoking the cigarettes and popping the Vicodin like it's candy. Yep. Um, Sure, that'll work out well. So real responsible parenting, Helen. And he says he's pretty explicit. I want this baby dead. I don't want anything to do with this. You need to get rid of it. Yeah. I'm not going to eat my baby. It's mine. I will love it. Blah, blah, blah. So she's into it. And he's, he's pretty pissed. They kind of start to pull away from each other a little bit. That's right. They spend a lot of time apart. Angry. He doesn't see her so much. She doesn't come up so much. She, at one point, they run into each other, and she's like, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. And he's like, I gotta check the monitors. It's always his line. Yep. But one day, we're faced with another scene where he's driving home from work. And he's had enough of Helen, so he's trying to get Helen off of his mind, so he decides to take a little bit of a circuitous drive. As he's driving, he sees a crashed truck 
it's on the side of the road, and he's like, oh, shit, that looks like it's pretty recent. And what does our little fucked-up protagonist do? He's like, oh, this is, maybe it's, maybe it's a girl in there. Maybe there's a dead girl maybe in there. Maybe there's a dead girl in there, and I can just, you know... I haven't blown a nut in a while. I got my nut in a while. Helen's fucking... She's killing me. I can't go get my nut. I can't think straight. <laughs> so he's he's literally going to go look at a crash site to try and go find another fucking victim. And he finds one. But she's still alive. And she's like, she's asking for help. He ends up helping her, which he feels real conflicted about. Considers not helping her. Considers considers not helping her. Letting her so, die. So the next day, he could go down in the morgue and fuck her. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He helps her. Calls, calls somebody. Come pick her. Get her up. Goes to work. Next day, paramedic guy comes back. He's like, hey, you know, like. Good on you. Good on you. She you lived. saved her life. If it wasn't for you, she probably would have died. He's like, fuck, I care. I care. He's like, fuck, who am I? Yeah, he's, he's having this very, like, existential crisis of, like, who am I? I'm sa- I saved this girl's life. I got someone pregnant with a baby. Am I, I fucked a, a living nerdy? woman. Am I just a phony? Like the yes, it totally is. He's he goes to the morgue. Does he after this like does fuck another corpse in the ass? He's Ugh. like I don't even like anal. Who am I? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what a douchebag. He is. He's not. He's he's literally just a piece of shit. So we learn after the he got the. He got the news about the pregnancy. He's been having a lot of sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. A lot, some like insomnia. And he he's normally not a drinker. But no. that night, he, he just wants some fucking sleep. So he goes down to the bar. He, Liv- he lives above a bar. A bar that he never goes to because mm-hmm. he doesn't imbibe in the devil's world. And he like thinks he's better thing. than everyone about it. He's like, yeah. I don't drink. He's like, my landlord, he's a junkie and a drunk and owns a bar. And like... Those, that's that what the, he says that's what the normies need to like wash away their problems i don't need it the best I'm just, the best part of that was he talks about his landlord his landlord who is a junkie who owns the bar that this guy lives above he's like yeah he does this and he does that and he also like shoots up at the yeah, bar sometimes in front up. of his patients in front of like i'm like this guy's like whipping out needle to vein in front of like People at this bar, like what a fucked up establishment. I've seen a lot of things at bars. Wasn't never it seen was that. like diviest dive bar in yeah. Ohio or something yep. like that? Dude, I mean that's 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 really bad. So he goes down to the bar for a drink because he heard that alcohol can make you go to sleep, make you pass out. Accurate. Mm-hmm. And he meets this guy. This guy comes stumbling in into the bar, upset. Mm-hmm. He, he orders a strawberry cheesecake martini. Like a bitch. <laughs> and, the, and the landlord bartender's like, the fuck yeah, is that? Dude, if you want a bitch drink, go somewhere else. He's yeah, like, the, the I, I can't. He, I, I've been starting so many fights there, and I've got kicked out of every bar I've been to. Yeah. And our, prote- our little bitch protagonist is like, I won't, I'm not going to fight you. I won't fight you. You want to fight? I want to fight. I'm not violent. I don't fight you. So finally, this this distraught guy admits and reveals to him, he's like, I think my wife's cheating on me. And I don't know what to do. I go on these long business trips. Like, at first you feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. But then he keeps talking. He's like, I think she's cheating on me. Things aren't the same between us. She's, like, distant. And I go on these business trips. And, I mean, I know she's lonely. And, you know... I'm lonely too when I go on these trips, and, and I mean, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta get mine on these trips because I'm a man, I and I need to, you know. All I want 
when I get home from these business trips is to get fucked. I need to get laid. Yeah. And she's not doing it. I'm not getting any. Then I'm, I'm being loyal. Elsewhere. Yeah. I'm being loyal. I'm just I'm getting someone. I'm just getting I, someone I should on the get side. a reward when I, I come home. I just get someone on the side. Yeah. Just get I should just get side. fucked. But I think she's cheating on but me. Cheating. But it's okay what he's doing. He's just getting someone on the side. That's but he okay. needs it because, you know, his, his needs need to be oh, fulfilled. He's, from and home. she's not he's doing on a business trip. He's got work to do. He's got to do work. He's got to get, you know, work to do. Chandler's like, please. I mean, don't get me wrong. And I empathize with him here. I'm like, Please stop talking to me. I don't want to hear this. He keeps saying inside, I, though. I, I don't know. Sometimes at, the bar, sometimes at the bar, that's, like, how it goes. No, no, but I agree. I'm not saying that. I'm just, he, his personality is such that he's like, please stop talking to me. Well, he's, he's a bitch, though. Yeah, he's an absolute cunt. Yeah. But you're right. Like, normal people might, like, entertain this guy, like, understandably. Look, if you but, go to the bar, especially if you go to the bar by yourself and you're sitting there drinking by yourself, you, you, you better believe that... You're about to have an exchange one-on-one with somebody, and shit's going to be real. So, That's why I like going to bars. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's nice. He's been acting out of character after yeah. the whole pregnancy situation. He's been doing a lot of things. That's right. He doesn't normally do. He like interacting with life. others, going saving someone's life, going to the bar. Fucking living women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's gonna what's, eat- what's having a conversation, like a normal conversation with a guy? Yeah. That's nothing. So he, yeah. try, he gives him some advice. You know, he's like, well, maybe get her a new car. Like, oh, our car's a piece of shit. Maybe but it Maybe, should. but I don't want to buy her a car. That's a lot of effort. He's like, ugh. Maybe just buy her some flowers. Buy her some flowers. He's like, yeah, yeah, flowers. Fuck Good yeah. idea. I'm going to make that a thing. Every time I come home from a business trip, I'm going to buy her flowers. flowers. And he's kind of like, all right, I thanks. Go Glad we cleared this up. Deuces, I'm going to bed. Goes to bed. And the landlord shows up the next day and tells him, hey, that guy just came in earlier. He bought those flowers. He fucked his wife. You're a real hero. <laughs> you know, you really did good in the world. And he's like, okay, thank you. I, I really don't give a shit. Bye. Like, yeah, bye. Back to the grind. Normal nights in the office with the monitors. He watches so intently. He can see in her somewhat infrequent visits that uh, Helen's getting... She's getting more and more prego. More and more prego. And she's, she's coming at him again with the whole, like, can't we work this out? We could be normal. We could just you, have it together. We could, yeah, we Why could just we, be a normal little family. You could be a family. father to this baby. We could uh-huh. raise him. That's right. Raise her. her. Yeah, raise her. raise her. And he's, like, and she can be fucking cra- killing. she can be crazy like both of us. I she could be take, a serial killer. I could take her to eat, to eat babies on her 13th birthday. And he's like, no, no, no. So these sorts of exchanges go on until uh, she catches him out one night when he's smoking. And she shows up and uh, she comes up, tells him, I killed somebody. And he's like, what the fuck? And so she admits to him how earlier in the day during a delivery that she let a mother slip away during childbirth that she was pretty sure that she could have saved. She was like, yep. She saw something that no other doctors or nurses saw. Yep. So she she just watched this lady bleed out in front of her. And she was like, I knew I could have helped her, but, you know, I wanted her to die. You want to go fuck her? Yeah, she's in the morgue. She's all yours, baby. Yeah. And he's like, no. What the fuck? Absolutely not. Like, what the hell's... 
He's like, he's not even really, though, like, you want him to be like, what the hell's wrong with you? But he's really not. He's like, okay, so you kill people now. She's like, well, would you ever kill somebody? He's like, I, no, I don't really consider myself violent, which he says, again, another one of his brags. I'm not really violent. And it takes too much effort. Too much effort, yeah. It takes oh, now Roxy's effort. doing the voice. It takes too much effort. I'm not really violent. I don't really care about the things I don't really care about. If you kill people, that's like on you, and I don't really care. People I don't, don't like matter. people. Yeah, I don't. Nothing matters. People don't matter. You know, so killing to him is like in irrelevant. This, this whole episode just like kind of passes him by. He doesn't even really give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't, and he doesn't fuck the woman. No, no, but it's clearly indicative of Helen's impending psychosis. Uh, so know. then we get another Helen moment. She calls him up, and he's like, I don't remember giving this bitch my phone number. Give this bitch my number. Who gave this lady my number? I only fucked her at the abortion clinic. Who gave her my number? Give this bitch my number. So Helen's on the horn, and she's like, the baby inside of me is dead. Our baby is dead. dead. And he's like, probably like, you know foaming at the mouth with excitement. He's probably like, oh, are you sure? He Finally, says it's it. He's like, he's like, good. Yeah, he's like, he's like, great. Better off dead. Better off dead. I don't yeah. fuck. He says that, that sucks. Probably wish it happened sooner. Yep. Yeah. Fucking idiot. So then she's like, but I, but I don't want to be alone. I want you to come over. He's like, I don't want to come over. He's like, I can't comfort someone. I yeah. And I agree. He probably can't. No, because he's a piece of shit. But uh, she asks him again. He obliges. He's like, fine, I'll come over and be with you. And indeed, he goes there. And when he goes there, this is, again, I guess another bad part. No, it's pretty terrible. This might be... No, the last one was the worst one, but this one's pretty bad, too. Oh, this will make talking about the last one, like, this is like a walk in the park. Compared to the last scene that we had No, for sure, compared to the last one, it's not so bad, but it's still really bad. Not compared to the worst one in the book. Oh, absolutely. Last episode, if you want to hear it. Get the book on Amazon Kindle Unlimited if you want to read it. You don't have to hear it, though. It's really bad. I didn't want to have to read. So he shows up to her house. He walks in the house. He notices she's got a nice house still. He's already been there already. There's a nice bouquet of roses on the counter. You know, the the flowers that he had bought her aren't there anymore. There's a nice bouquet of flowers on there. He goes and finds her upstairs. Mm -hmm. She's naked. And legs are a spread. She like, she's, it. like, waiting to be and fucked or she's something. she's got a sheet down. She's got the sheet down, and he's like, hello. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fuck you. What I'm do you want? I'm not gonna fuck you. She's and like, I'm gonna eat. Yep. And he's like, what do you mean you're gonna eat? There's nothing for you to eat. And oh, then realization okay. sets in. So he sees that she's got a scalpel. No, she sees that he first sees like two empty pill bottles. Yeah, she went ham on her. Oh yeah, yeah, she went ham on the Viking or whatever. That's a nightstand. Yep. She popped. I don't even know how many. She's going down. Viking. Mm-hmm. And she has a scalpel nearby. She pulls it out of who knows where. Who the fuck knows? And she starts cutting her baby out of her womb. Yep. She just goes to town on her belly and slips her hand into the stomach of herself. There's no good way to say that, I guess. 
and pulls out the dead baby and start, and from she's her like, stomach. She she calls out. She's like, I'm I'm bleeding out pretty bad. Like I'm gonna die soon. Yeah. I gotta I gotta move. And I'm gonna have this last meal. And she starts eating the baby. And again, it's it's a sexual experience for her. She's eating this her baby. Mm-hmm. She's touching herself. She's climaxing, orgasming while she's eating the baby. And my favorite, one of my favorite lines, again, kind of made me laugh. He's also starting to get an erection from this, mm-hmm. Chandler. Mm-hmm. And he says, my dick could cut through diamonds right now. I'm so hard. That also made me kind of laugh. I thought that was a Stupid and shitty. That's right. But she he's, asks him. Doesn't she ask him, like, don't you want to fuck me right now while I'm bleeding out and dying? And yeah, and he's, like, and he's like, nope. He's like, nah. He's like, nah, I'm going to wait for you to, I'll I'll wait for you to die first. Which he does. Mm-hmm. And he does. It's, it's, and it's very anticlimactic. He's like, and uh, then mm, she no, dies. I don't think well, it's anticlimactic. It's, not anticlimactic. It, it's very, What I mean is, she's like, fuck me. And he's like, nah, I'm going to wait till you die. And then she dies. Mm-hmm. And you, that's what I mean. It's like, sure. It's just very much like, yeah, and then she dies. Fucks her. Mm-hmm. And then because the author even sort of indicates that, that he hasn't had enough yet and wants to just try and pack every amount of fucked up bullshit he can into one book, he rips out her eyeball and starts skull fucking her. Something that he says he's always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he gets bored with that. He goes back to fucking her pussy. Yep. Finishes. Mm-hmm. And as he's leaving... He hears, he sees. No, no, there's another part to this. Oh, he does, he showers. No. He shoves his hands. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that part. I forgot about Elbows that oh deep oh inside God. of her. And starts ripping mm-hmm. out her oh, insides. Yep. I forgot about that. And rubbing it all over himself. I forgot about that. Yep, I forgot about that. You're right. You're right. Continue. Then he showers. I- then... He goes. He's kind of like uh, my hair. He's running his hand through his hair. He's like, "Oh, my hair's kind of long. I gotta get a maybe I should get a haircut tomorrow." Yeah, he goes to leave, and you he know, sees like, two. Well, he sees lights pulling up in the driveway. Someone's arriving at home. I'm gonna get caught. I but, wonder how they're gonna react to this. And he says to himself, "Wait a minute. Bouquet of flowers. Didn't I tell that guy at the bar to bring a bouquet of flowers?" And sure enough, as the guy from the bar walks in, he, 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 in true Holden Caulfield style, he's like, "I'm gonna sit here on the couch and light up a cigarette and look real ominous about it." And that's what he does. That's how it ends. The guy from the bar comes home. He's like, "Helen, I'm home, baby. I got you flowers." And he literally says, "And I'm expecting to get some tonight." He says it. Well, yeah, which is bad in of itself. That's the end of this show. That's it. And no, and then he, there's one last thing. I hope you like sloppy seconds. Yeah, he oh. says that. Horrible. Oh, oh God. Now, yet again, the good news. The good news is in the after story that doesn't exist, but that I made up for myself. Which is that this guy comes in, gets the full look at the scene, sees bitch tits smoking his little cigarette. Beats the ever-loving shit out of him because we know he's a pussy. <laughs> Calls the cops. The guy goes to death row, lethal injection, and he's bam. Bingo, bango, bongo. That's both fucking too dead. humane. Yeah. I mean, look. I, I, I thought to myself earlier, I said, I understand why they did public executions for people like this motherfucker. You'd want people to see that. 
to know you shouldn't be doing shit like that. Mm -hmm. I had to fucking read what this guy does. Unbelievable. So, Forrest, you had made a comment when you were reading it that you, and so did you, Roxy, so I'm interested. Mm -hmm. You guys claimed you knew how it was going to end. I did it. 42% into the book, I called it. When what, she got pregnant. What was it that you I knew before called? she got pregnant. I said before she got pregnant, I knew. What did you know? I knew two things. I knew that she was going to eat her own baby. I didn't know how she'd have a baby yet. I knew she'd eat her own baby. And I knew he was going to fuck her when she died. I thought what was going to happen was that I didn't know how she was going to get pregnant, but that she would eat a baby, get upset, kill herself, and then he'd go and fuck her. That's what I thought was going to be the case, is that he'd finish her off in the morgue. That was my suspicion. Then, when she comes in and she's pregnant, I'm like, nope, now I know the whole fucking thing. I know what's going to happen, and I, can't believe, part and I can't believe I'm going to have to fucking read this me. shit. I knew it. And I said, I can't believe I've got to fucking read this. I knew she would end up eating her own baby. And Did anyone predict that the dead. guy from the bar was going to end up being her husband? No one predicted that? That was the no. twist, but no one no. gave a shit. It didn't matter. That surprised me. It surprised me, too. And it was nice to be surprised, kind of. No, it wasn't. I don't know about that. That was a lazy throw-in in the last half of the book. I don't think it was lazy because it was set up, but... Yeah, I don't think it was lazy either. But it, it, set it was up, quite... There's, there's but, but it worked, though, because, like, he was he was at that point where he no. was having that crisis of, like, why am I helping people? Like, what is wrong with me? I'm now, now I'm helping this guy at the bar fix marriage. What's, I'm, I'm the antithesis of people. I don't like people. It would have been more clever if something happened with the girl from the very beginning. Look, urethra ballerina, that was the apex of clever. Homophobic father blows guy in jail. Come on. He set that up from page one. That was textbook. That's good writing. Okay, that's good, high-quality writing. This was trash. He was like, I don't know how I'm going to get little Hulu and Caulfield to make a plot twist at the end. Let's make him a, Let's make him feel things in the bar for ten minutes and tell a guy to buy flowers. Stupid bitch. One thing that irritated me, as I did reference from an, another episode as someone who works in healthcare, was how much ample free time this fucking doctor has. Mm -hmm. That she just hangs out. She probably has a pager. Like, she's probably on call. I mean, people are paging all the time with problems. Babies nah, are also like, chilling. you know, babies come, you know, when they come. And she has enough free time that she can dick around in the security office and be fucking high on drugs half the time. Smoking. Smoking, popping pills, talking about her dreams. Fucking idiot. Like, has time to eat a baby in the morgue? Like, to has strip time. down, get naked, eat the baby in the morgue? Like, has the time, like... Fucking awful book. Oh, my God. Terrible. I guess we have to rate it. How have we rated the other ones? I, I lose memory of this every time. We never rated it. I think the lowest maybe was a two or three. But are we rating it out of ten? Look, regardless of what it is, there's not enough. I'm going to dip into the negatives. Negative. I'd give Whatever it like negative. a two. No. Oh give it a God. one. Zero. Zero. I thought you were going to dip into the negatives, Forrest. Negative eight. What's the scale? Are we going to ten? <laughs> negative ten. We're going to hundred. Negative hundred. If there was no redeeming quality about this book, writing, garbage. Subtext, zero. Plot, trash. Saw it coming from forty-two percent in. Literally called it out. Kitty heard me make the call. There was no redeeming quality about this book. This was a fringe person. Who thought that his cute trying little to be edgy. Book, it was trying, trying to be edgy. so hard. And you know what he comes off like? The author, who I said I was going to lay into, and I am right now, 
comes off like a little 13-year-old bitch who probably got shoved in his locker one too many times, got maybe hit in the head too fucking hard, and decided he'd be Captain Cool in a shitty fucking plot on his edgy fucking world while he sits alone and jerks off at night. Fuck you. Hated this shit. Awful. Worst thing I've ever read in my life. Shouldn't even be existing. It was pretty bad. it. It was so forced... It was so. It, it was, was trying, so forced. It was trying so hard to be edgy, and it wasn't. It was just gross. No, when you read the scenes that we spared you from, they weren't edgy. They were just how much ridiculous detail can I pack in here for no fucking reason, except mm-hmm. for to do it to be like, look at me, I can be on the absolute edge, douche. Mm-hmm. Fucking loser. I don't have anything else to say, so let me say. Get it all out? I did. The I don't fi- want to talk anymore about this book. We're done. The final rant was enough for me. I insulted the author in every way I felt the need to. And for the record, I've never insulted a previous author of any book on this podcast. And this one... Yeah, I I've been the hardest on the author. I can't help myself. If they reach out for an interview, I won't take it. Well, I guess there you go, everybody. That concludes this shitty book on plot and bother, Dead Inside. We're never doing another one of these. I don't know what book we're doing next, so we're going to try and pick something... Pray to God that it's a little bit more upbeat or funny or some shit. We'll see you when we get there. If we get there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plot and Bothered. Please don't read this book, ever.